This is Greenville Mics, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including, but not limited to, new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite local businesses around town. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Happy Monday, Greenville. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a fun weekend. Oh, yeah. I know we had a fun weekend and probably spent it, like many of you, at the movie theater. Yes. And if you haven't been living under a rock for the last few months, you can probably guess that we watched one of two movies that came out on Friday. Spoiler alert, it was Barbie. (laughs) We'll have to uh, go back and watch Oppenheimer next week or something because I definitely still want to see that. For sure. We just couldn't handle watching them back to back like a lot of people. There was no Barbenheimer marathon for us. No, that's crazy. Five straight hours in a theater is definitely above my threshold. We went over to Camelot by Lawrence Road Chick-fil-A. If you're looking for a theater <laughs> recommendation, that's for free. Chick-fil-A are all our landmarks, basically. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you know where Chick-fil-A is, then you can find your way around Greenville. <laughs> also, a good spot to go grab a milkshake after a movie, but... Anyways, back to Barbie. Without giving anything away, what did you think of the movie? Honestly, I might receive some hate for this, but I thought the plot was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I am all about empowering women, and I think women can do most things that a man can do. I think women do some things better than men. I think women do a lot of things better than men. For sure. (laughs) Um, But... That was kind of the whole point of the movie was empowering women. But if you just stop and think about the plot itself, nothing really happens. For sure. Like if you take the whole messaging of the movie out, it's like, oh, wow, not a lot happened. And every scene feels like it kind of drags on forever. Yes, seriously. So sorry if you're listening to this and you're really excited to see the movie. The marketing was amazing, but the movie... Not very good. Yeah. In our opinion. (laughs) And you might think differently, and that is totally okay. So feel free to go watch and come up with your own opinion. I personally love Ryan Gosling. I think he's a great actor. So that was one bright spot in the movie for me. But other than that, I probably would not watch it again. (laughs) Yeah, and that's just our hot take. And maybe it's not a hot take. So DM us on Instagram and let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the public perception is after a few weeks. Yeah, me too. We'll find out. Okay, on to the news this week. First up, the Nickeltown Community Center is getting renovated. So if you aren't familiar, the Community Center is in Nickeltown. As one might expect. (laughs) As you might expect. It currently has an outdoor basketball court, baseball field, dance studio, social hall, craft room, and more. But it has stayed mostly unchanged since it was built in 1977. Definitely in need of a makeover. Fun fact about the history of the Nickeltown Community Center. I actually saw this while reading an article the other day. But the community center was formerly an old army barracks from Donaldson Air Force Base that was built in the 1960s. That's actually really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting because we were just talking about Donaldson Airport a few weeks ago. Very interesting. Um, So as far as the renovations are going, Representative Chandra Dillard joined Mayor Knox White and City Councilman Ken Gibson to announce additional funding for renovations at the Nickeltown Community Center. So Dillard, who is actually a fifth-generation Nickeltown resident, championed the project at the State House, and her efforts resulted in an additional $2.5 million added to the $1.8 million that had already been set aside by the city of Greenville. 
You know you're succeeding in your efforts when you more than double the original budget. Yeah, big shout out to Chandra. So what's the plan for this $4.3 million? Well, city project managers and parks and recreation leaders began engaging with the neighborhood in 2022 to receive input. Wishlist items were more flexible multi-use spaces to accommodate multiple generations, as well as a variety of activities, including exercise and school programs, meetings, family gatherings, and educational sessions. What they discovered here is that Nickeltown is a community that values programs and spaces that enhance togetherness and community. So the community center upgrade is part of a larger master plan for Nickeltown, and preliminary design work is expected to begin later this month. Yeah, I think this is so cool, especially the fact that the whole point of these renovations centers around the fact that Nickeltown residents really value the importance of community. I love that. In the same article I was reading the other day, I think it was from the Greenville Journal, uh, they were talking about how Lead Collective set up this tour where older residents gave a tour of the community to middle and high schoolers so they could understand the history of Nickeltown. I thought that was such an amazing idea to connect the different generations and help younger people appreciate the history of Nickeltown. Wow, I love that. I wish they had something like that for every neighborhood in Greenville. I know. I feel like that would really foster some community between residents. Yeah, definitely. On to our next news highlight. Bears have been spotted throughout the upstate. Okay, this one was pretty shocking to me. I expect bears maybe up near Kiwi or the mountains, and I actually have seen a black bear driving up near Lake Kiwi, which was pretty cool, but I didn't think we actually had bears like in the Greenville area itself. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So there have been tons of stories through local news sources about bear sightings. WYFF posted a video of a bear walking through a neighborhood in Traveler's Rest. So the neighbors said this wasn't the first time they had seen a bear in their neighborhood, but the first time someone had been able to get it on camera. Um, There's also been multiple black bear sightings up in Spartanburg, one being at an elementary school, but luckily it's summertime, so no kids were around. Yeah, that's good. You think there's been more sightings in summer because the bears aren't hibernating? Uh, Could be. I don't know. What months are they usually hibernating? Yeah, apparently this changes based on what part of the country they're in, which makes sense, and varies bear to bear, (laughs) which also makes sense. Every bear is unique. Uh, Typically in South Carolina, they can hibernate between November, December-ish to like February, March-ish. There's some variability there. But, okay, let's talk about bear hibernation for a minute. Okay, go for it. Bear hibernation is pretty miraculous. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to be able to sleep that long, I guess. Yes, exactly. So other animals that hibernate have to get up periodically to use the bathroom and eat, as you would expect. But bears can pretty much stay in their dens for like eight months. The buildup of waste in their bodies that bears can somehow process would actually kill most animals, uh, not to mention bone and muscle degradation from inactivity. And yet, bears emerge from hibernation totally healthy and strong and ready for the warm months. Yeah, that's insane. So how do they do that? Yeah, I did not get that far. I have no clue okay, how well, they do it. We'll have to look into that because that's pretty amazing. I know. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that fun fact on bear hibernation. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Um, so last thing on bears that are not hibernating. I've got a few tips for you if you're worried about an unwanted bear encounter. So number one. Clean your grills and keep them covered to keep food odors from attracting bears. The second tip is we all know that bears love honey. So if you've got any beehives, protect it with an electric fence. 
Three, don't feed the bears. They will return for more. That one seems pretty obvious it to me. It does, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> might as well say it. Number four, keep your garbage can uh, lid tightly on because bears love trash. And then lastly, this should also go without saying, but never approach a bear. I feel like we hear stories every year of people approaching bears. Mm-hmm. And they look really cute, but usually they're not friendly. So let's not approach them. For sure. Especially if they're being unwantedly approached, you know? I'm right. sure they're probably friendly if you just leave them alone and let them live their life. Right. But if you start coming towards them, then you're asking for it. You are. All right. Well, thanks for those facts to avoid unwanted bear encounters. Got to keep <laughs> that in mind. All right. Next up, we've got the results of the nationwide best food hall contest. Gather Greenville has been named USA Today's sixth best food hall in the country. So if you're unaware, Gather is a food hall located in the west end of downtown within walking distance to Floor Field and right across from the Children's Theater. It's created from shipping containers, which is pretty cool, and comprised of more than 10 food and beverage vendors. They've got ample seating and they often have live music. Yeah, Gather is awesome. Anytime I'm there, the place is absolutely bustling. And six in the country is definitely not too shabby. The food halls that place top five are located in Minneapolis, Columbus, St. Louis, Indianapolis. And the number one was Mother Road Market in Tulsa. Yeah. So without visiting the other five or knowing anything about them, I feel like Gather definitely should have been number one. I agree. I think it was a total snub. Definitely. (laughs) Anyways, in other news, we've got a new Japanese restaurant in town named Oku. They opened up on July 14th and are downtown next to Indico. This is coming straight from their website, but Oku brings a high-end point of precision to sushi. So their menu focuses on new seafood and classic Japanese dishes, as well as classic and avant-garde sushi and artistic cocktails. And also I've read they serve authentic Asian cuisine with a Southern approach. Yeah, I am really excited about this one. I do love sushi, as I've said before. And as I was looking through their Instagram the other day, their sushi definitely looks like high-end fancy sushi. It really does. Now, we all know I'm not a big fan of sushi, but maybe I'll take you for your birthday or something. Yes, I would definitely love that. Well, speaking of other delicious things, it's time for our Eats and Treats segment brought to you by Common Pops. Delicious frozen popsicles made with local ingredients right here in Greenville, South Carolina. Tracy, do you remember the first popsicle you ever had as a kid? Of course. Doesn't everyone? It was definitely from one of those ice cream trucks that would drive through our neighborhood. Mm, Yeah, mine was probably at the snack bar at the local pool in our neighborhood. So nostalgic. Popsicles are kind of nostalgic by nature. And Common Pops are definitely the most delicious way to experience nostalgia. Check out their Instagram at Common Pops to find a cart near you. Okay, this week on our month-long sandwich tour of Greenville, we hopped over to Empire Deli right across from Haywood Mall to try some subs. Yeah, I'd actually never been to or heard of Empire Deli until you brought it to my attention for the sandwich tour. And my first impression walking in is that Empire is kind of like a classic mom-and-pop sub shop. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. So they describe themselves as a no-nonsense counter-service sandwich shop with the best cheesesteaks and smash burgers in Greenville. And you definitely get that no-nonsense, simple vibe when you walk in the door. It's one of those places that feels like it's been around for 50 years, not because of any theatrics or good marketing or anything, but just because their food's really good. 
Yeah, exactly. And the food was really good. I got the American, which is turkey, ham, and house-made roast beef. Rose beef. Not rose beef. Roast beef. American cheese, lettuce, vine-ripened tomato, red onion, mayo, and yellow mustard. And it was awesome. Nothing fancy. Just a really, really good sub. A classic sub. One of those subs that if you were to look at a cross-section, it kind of looks like it's just packed really tightly with layers and layers of meat and toppings. Definitely 9 out of 10 for me. Wow, 9 out of 10. But yeah, I'd give mine an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, Really good. I got the Italian, which has hot capicola, salami, pepperoni, provolone, banana peppers, lettuce, vine-ripened tomato, red onion, and house-made red wine vinaigrette. The red wine vinaigrette was amazing, like just delicious, and it added so much flavor. Mm. There wasn't any mayo, but honestly, it didn't need any, and the red onion and tomato were sliced so thinly, and the meat too. Those are pretty big sub, like packed with meat, and they come on a standard nine-inch roll from a New York bakery, which is pretty cool and tasted really good. Yeah, the bread was really good. They were a little on the expensive side at twelve ninety nine for most of their sandwiches, but honestly, with inflation these days, it's hard to tell what normal prices are anymore. I think the $5 footlong days are gone. Yeah, that's true. Inflation is kind of crazy. But the $5 footlong only really applied to Subway, which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just a Subway hater. I am a Subway hater, but there's good reason. I will never eat at Subway again <laughs> if I can help it. Honestly, I don't think I will either. But let's read a couple reviews for Empire. All right, let's do it. I've got one here from Roy who says, Finally, a real sandwich shop in Greenville. No, this is not a fast food chain with prepackaged meat and cheese. If you want bland, meh food and you want it fast, don't come here. If you want an amazing Italian sub or cheesesteak, this is the place. Owners are always friendly and yes, you will wait, but I promise it's worth it. Call ahead and have your food ready when you get there if you're in a hurry. That is a good point, by the way. There is a little bit of a wait and there's definitely a few different reviewers mentioned that. So... Like he said, you should just order online first, so it'll be ready when you get there. Yeah, that's a good tip. I have one review for us from a local guide by the name of Trouble. Trouble. (laughs) Here comes Trouble. Watch out. So (laughs) Trouble says, in my efforts to find new and interesting places to dine, I do have my go-to regular spots. Subs and Clubs was one such spot. When Empire Deli moved in, I was weary to say the least. But when I walked in, there was this air of fresh life breathed into the restaurant. Kind of a brightness that gave me hope as I stood patiently awaiting my turn to order. I had perused the menu all week wondering if I would find a suitable replacement to my blackened steak and cheese that I used to get. The closest I found was the spicy cheesesteak where I swapped onions for mushrooms. It did not disappoint. It carried a heat that burned my lips and encouraged me to try the seasoned fries as I took my time to enjoy the cheesy goodness of my sandwich. The mozzarella sticks were thick and flavorful with their seasoned crust, and my companion gave rave reviews about the smash burger on her plate. The French dip was similarly impressive in size and taste, and the onion rings are crispy and beer-battered. I recommend the fries instead, however. Cooked nice and crispy. A perfect... I don't even know how to say the... Accruitment? Accoutrement? A perfect accoutrement (laughs) to the main star of the show, the cheesesteak. Wow. Trouble with a very detailed and eloquent review. That was like a story. Yeah, seriously. Honestly, that's why I love reading reviews. Some people just go super in-depth on their Google reviews, and I'm here for it. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, there you go. If you haven't been to Empire Deli, definitely worth checking out. We're going to be back for sure. For sure. 
All right, next up for our kids segment today, we are going to hone in on Lake Jocassi. Will, did you know Lake Jocassi was actually featured on National Geographic's list called 50 of the World's Last Greatest Places? Take that as you will. Yeah, I did not know that, but it does come across very fatalistic the way they phrase that. I know, kind of a depressing way to phrase that, but all the same. Uh, Nat Geo says that Lake Jocassi is great, and we agree. If you're unfamiliar, Lake Jocassi is about an hour and 20 minutes away from Greenville and is known for its crystal clear water, undeveloped shoreline, and countless waterfalls. Um, It is really beautiful, and there are tons of things to do with your kids there. Yeah, kids can swim at the beach, and paddle boards and kayaks are available for rent. You can also fish, and if you aren't one for water, there's tons of hikes you can do in the area. There's also two campgrounds located near the shores of Lake Jocassi if your family's into camping. So, a few things to note. Lake Jocassi is only accessible from inside Devil's Fork State Park. There isn't a ton in the area, so if you're planning to spend the day there, it would be best to pack a lunch. It's open from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. during the summer. You do have to pay an admission fee per person, and there are a limited number of parking spaces, and it fills up pretty quick. So, that last note is pretty important, especially on weekends. However... You can check out Devil's Fork State Park's Twitter account for updates on their parking availability. So it's at Devil's Fork SP, and they are very diligent about updating it. Yeah, that's good to know. So take your kids to Lake Jocassi if you haven't, and maybe catch us out there with Ruby. Ruby won't be in the water, though. No, she'll probably be asleep on the shore. (laughs) Just like she's asleep now, barking in her sleep right near (laughs) us. Maybe you'll catch her on the recording. Yeah. All right, last up to round out our show today, we've got some events for your weekend. So first up, we've got the Hot Tomato Summer Food Festival happening this week. We've mentioned this a couple times in the last few podcasts, but in case you missed it, Duke's Mayo is partnering with Greenville Restaurants for a week-long event celebrating tomato season and featuring unique seasonal pairings of tomatoes and mayo. The event runs from Monday to Sunday, and there are tons of local restaurants participating there's a complete list of participating restaurants on Duke's website, but a few of these include Harry's Hoagies, Indico, Lewis Barbecue, and the Lazy Goat. I cannot wait for that. That sounds like so much fun. I know it does. Uh, next up, happening on Wednesday, Cityscape Winery is hosting what they're calling a Swifty Soiree. So don't miss out on your chance to mingle with other Taylor Swift enthusiasts. There will be a Taylor Swift lookalike contest food trucks, a mobile boutique, a permanent jewelry vendor, and of course, a DJ blasting all of T-Swift's famous tunes. So it'll be from 6 to 8.30, and you can head to the Cityscape Winery website to get tickets. Last time I checked, they were $24.95. And on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, just another reminder that Laser Days of Summer is happening at the Roper Mountain Science Center. So in case you're unaware, it's basically a laser show set to various music artists. Who doesn't love that? They've got a pretty star-studded lineup for the weekend, including Taylor Swift, Prince, Elton John, and the Beatles, just to name a few. You can head over to their website for more details and to grab your tickets. And on Friday, we've got live music happening at Noma Square starting at 5.30. And then Saturday, we've got farmer's markets happening all over town. We've got one in downtown Greenville, Traveler's Rest, Simpsonville, Fountain Inn, and they start around 8 a.m. and go until noon. Um, also, on the tomato sandwich competitions, the TR Farmer's Market is having a tomato sandwich taste-off. It will be from 9 to 12, so you can join seven local chefs as they compete to win the trophy and make the best tomato sandwich. You can head to the TR Farmer's Market website for a ticket. 
Your ticket buys you sample size renditions of each of the chef's best attempts at a tomato sandwich and a vote to choose the winner. So some of the competitors include Rise Bakery, who's the returning champion, Fireforge Brewery, Camilla Kitchen, Urban Wren, and Humble Roots. Man, we're going to have a weekend filled with tomato sandwiches. I personally would love to try a Rise Bakery tomato sandwich. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be amazing. Yeah, it does sound so good. And last but not least, on Saturday, we've got a comedy marathon happening at Coffee Underground. Alchemy's 11th annual Greenville Comedy Marathon will feature 11 straight hours of improv, stand-up, live D&D, and so much more. What's D&D? I think Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I did play that one time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of wild. But I was just one of the characters and it's like kind of one of those games where you can just make stuff up as it goes along and the moderator is deciding what's happening okay and i just went total rogue i like didn't play with the team at all i would just make my character do random things i think they got really mad at me that's interesting (laughs) okay well well there you have it thanks so much for joining us this morning we hope you have an amazing week and stay cool out there stay cool grab a common pop and a tomato sandwich and enjoy the last few weeks of summer I will say I'm starting to itch for fall. I am not. I love summer. I know. You're a big summer gal, but I really just love (laughs) fall. I get it. Remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with some friends. And we'll catch you next Monday for the next weekly rundown. See ya.